Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Mark Singer. Mark, welcome. Thank you for having me, Thomas. Of course, of course. So Mark is a professional mindset coach and speaker. His keynote talk, Life in a Container, How to Stay Positive While Serving a Life Sentence, and his new soon-to-be-published book, To Hell and Back, and then some, both serve to inspire others to become the best versions of themselves, despite what restricts them in life. Mark, that's amazing right there, man. That's amazing. <laughs> yep. You've, you've touched on the, the, the story as such, but yes, you're right. It's a bit of a journey. And uh, yeah, this is my goal in life. It's my purpose to help others um, change their life for the better. Okay. So Mark, let's, let's dive into your story because your story is a very unique one in itself, right? Thank so you. you were wrongfully convicted. Um, now you are, you have become, you have transformed your life to become a coach, a mindset mm -hmm. coach. So, Listen, walk me through that, man. You know, right? right first yeah. step, first step. Where are you from? Right? Okay. And then you walk, walk, walk us through the story. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm from the UK, so near London, not far from London. So anyone who knows the UK will know where London is. Um, I'm not far from there. So yeah, that's where I'm from. Um, so my story, okay, without going into the whole shebang, you have to buy the book for that, but <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a plug, but um. I was convicted for, of something that I didn't do and given uh, a life sentence. And in the UK, we had something called an IPP sentence, which is indeterminate public protection, which meant if you'd been convicted of something in the past and you've done it again, you've got what's called a life, it's an IPP, which is a life sentence with a sentence with no release date. And when I was younger, I left school and I was involved in a gang. I was involved in drugs. I went off the rails. And uh, I was in trouble and I, and, I, and I sorted myself out and moved on from that. However, later on, that came back to bite me, though, that, that, those beliefs, those attitudes that I developed at that young age. When I got involved in a, an altercation at a work Christmas party in my early 30s and um, wrongfully got convicted of a fight. Um, now, at first, I was the victim in my mind. I was, you know, was a victim of injustice and so on. However, when I looked within that, I realized that it was actually my beliefs, my attitudes that had led me into that situation to begin with. And had I dealt with them much sooner, then I wouldn't have even been involved in that situation to begin with. So without going into the details of what happened, I got convicted of something I didn't do. I went to prison and that started the journey for me because, like I said, I recognized that it was my beliefs and attitudes that needed to change in order to move forward with my life. And I started working on all of that. However, it was two years into the six years that I spent in there that everything changed dramatically when I lost start, I lost all my family. My family died. I started off with my mother. She died of cancer suddenly wow. um, within two weeks of diagnosis. And three months later, my father died while I was talking to him on the phone. And uh, it's uh, all in all, in 10 months, I lost 31 loved ones, basically family members, 
animals, family, home, all the things that meant something to me in my life went within that 10 month period. So I had to help hold it together. I had to keep my head together and uh, to deal with the funerals, sell the family home, all of that sort of stuff. But I, my life sort of um, crumbled down and hit rock bottom when I found out my ex-girlfriend was with my best friend oh, man. <laughs> about a year later. Uh, and it was at that point I hit rock bottom. And, you know, I, I, I realized at that stage that, you know, I, I had a choice. I could either be a victim to this situation like I could have been a victim when I first got sent to prison. I chose at that point not to be the victim, though. And I thought, I don't, I'm not a victim. I don't want to be a victim. And I chose to take responsibility for myself there and then. And it was at that moment I stopped focusing on getting out of prison because at that stage, everybody was telling me there's no point because I'm never getting out of prison. And I'd literally started focusing on what I could do on that day-to-day -day basis to become better, healthier, happier, and start working on myself. And instead of focusing outwards at what was restricting me in life and what I'd lost, I started focusing on what I could do day in, day out. And over a period of time, gradually, I started feeling better, started feeling more optim optimistic generally, and things started to change for me. I was doing a degree, so, I was working on myself. So and so on. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. What led you to make that mindset shift? Right, because listen, you, you pretty much went through every oh. single nightmare, right? That <laughs> they know us, what's going to back. That, that us, us men fear, right? Um, family members dying, yeah. um, being wrongfully um convicted, um, your best friend um sleeping Not with your ex. Wrong. You no, know? every single nightmare that us men fear. Tell me you about go, it. You're going through it. So I, I had nothing less left to fear, to be honest with you. After that. And um, but it, to be honest with you, it was I I, I was always brought, uh, brought up not to be a victim. And okay. that, so my mother instilled that in me. Don't be a victim. You're not the victim. So I had that belief. And I think that sort of brought me out of that sort of stupor mm. that I've fallen into at that time, because we've all been in that mindset at some point or another. But it's a case of how where are we when we are in that mindset and how do we get ourselves out of it? And it was at that point I thought, no, I don't want to be in this mindset. This is not who I am, and I need to do something about that. And that's you start rationalizing, you take responsibility for your actions and your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and you start doing it. It takes time, it's not easy, but bit by bit, things start to change over a period of time. And it was that mindset, that resilience that I developed to just keep going, despite the fact that my, in my at that stage, my life was over, there was nothing left for me, you know, everything I'd loved had gone. 
and I kept moving forward. I just kept focusing on the day-to-day stuff, you know, going to work, getting out of bed, going to the gym, all the things that I was doing day in, day out, not focusing in the distance, not worrying about what was going to happen in the future and all of that Mm. sort of stuff. So that's what kept me going on a day-to-day basis. And gradually over time, things do change. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing that's consistent is uh, is, is change, right? Um, exactly. Whether we like it or not, there'll always be change. Um, so, so Mark, how long were you in um, prison for, and when did you get out, and and decided to start to take your life towards a different trajectory? Right. So basically, in, in total, I was in there six years, okay. and I got out by surprise. I never knew I was getting out. Like I said, I wasn't focused on that. I went for a parole hearing thinking I was going to be moved to another prison. And they just basically said, we're letting you out. Because of what I think they realized is that they said to me in the hearing, you've been through so much and you've dealt with so much. There's nothing out there you can't deal with. Hmm. They let me out. I think I think they're in awe of what I'd been through because I'd held it together and everything. So, hmm. But earlier in that sentence, I'd done a business course. And during that business course, um, they asked me, hypothetically, if you were to have a career, what would that career be? And the first thing that came into my head was life coach. And I don't know where that came from. I had never had no clue what a coach was or did. And it just came into my head. And so anyway, the guy went off and researched life coaching, came back to me with a load of stuff about it. And I read it and it, it, it ticked all the boxes for me because I thought to myself, well, actually, I've got all of these skills attributes. Anyway, that, I forgot about that. I got out of prison. This is now four years later after that business course. And I'm, I'm outside now and I'm ambling through life, not really having any direction, not knowing which direction my life was going to go in. And I was had, had a bit of therapy. I had a bit of counseling to deal with the emotional stuff that I'd been through. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really doing it for me. So I stumbled across coaching again. And I had a coach and the coach helped me bring myself out of my, you know, get to grips with the emotional stuff, the acceptance and all of that sort of stuff. And I just thought, this is for me. So I was going to just do one of these courses you see online at first. And I thought, you know, but then my coach said, if you're going to do it, do it properly. So what I did is I researched it. I went on the ICF website, the International Coaching Federation. And I found what I believed was the best school I could find. And I went for it, Bosch, like that. And it was IPEG, Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching, who are based in America. And I enrolled with them. And it was expensive, but it was worth it. And two years later, I qualified as a professional coach. And it was the best thing I ever did because it taught me a philosophy and a way of being which was life-changing. And, you know, this this is what I live by now and breathe, you know, I live and breathe that now. So, yeah. Okay. So, 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 Mark, what drives you right now, man? You know, with, with everything you've gone through, um, your the, the ups and downs, the hurdles from the deepest valley, right? Yeah. Um, right now you're out, right? You, you you could you could be living your life on your terms, having a good time, you know, um, spending a whole bunch of money on women, but you decided <laughs> to you decided to serve others, right? Yeah. So why why is that? Why? I don't know. I think it's just the way. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was a conscious choice. I mean, it was. It, you know, I've always been that way. If I'm honest. You know, even before all of that, I was always the guy who was helping other people in some way without realizing I was doing it necessarily. Um, But I think, I think, um, you know, I've got the ability to help people change their lives. I've always done that. But Mm -hmm. now I've got this skill set, I've got the experience, and I've got the ability to really understand people. You know, I've always had a good psychological 
insight into people, even as a kid. And I've done a degree now in psychology, but, you know, all of that adds up to me being able to help people uncover what's holding them back and move forward. And that's mm. what I do best. You know, it's my purpose in life now. And I get a buzz out of it. <laughs> I love it. I mean, there's nothing better than seeing someone transform their life. Yes, you indeed. Know? You know, that's the best thing about this job. Yes, indeed. So what's your coaching style like? You know, are you are you are you more of a um a cheerleader? You know, like <laughs> what's your style, man? What's well, I'm style a transformational coach? coach. I mean, there's different styles, I know. Uh, my style is very holistic. Okay. You know, I'm not what I call an A to B coach where, you know, you'll come in and you'll say, right, I want a new job or whatever it is. And, and I'll say, right, okay, what do we have to do to get this new job? No, I will look at the six core areas in all of our lives, which are um, dictating how we show up mm -hmm. emotional, mental, physical, uh, spiritual, social, environmental. And I'll look at what's working and what's not working. And mm -hmm. we will build um, around that so that we are always at your most optimal and most productive consistently. Mm. And when you learn how to do that, and I work through that over a period of time, I have a six month course, which I'll run with people. Uh, when you do that over a period of time and you learn all of these different ways of doing things, which I help the client understand and, and embed into their life, um, then everything changes for you. And you're, you're in control of everything. Mm. You know, you're fully aware of what holds you back. You're able to remove the things that stop you being who you really want to be. And then you can put what you want into place in your life and start creating what you want with your life. And that's what I help people do, you know, step by step. It takes time because there's a lot of work involved. It's not an overnight mm -hmm. process, but it works. And any coach who turns around and says, I can get you from here to there in 10 minutes is, is <laughs> nonsense, to be honest with you. You know, it takes work, it takes commitment, but if you're ready to do that, then you'll, you'll get everything you want out of it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Like the, like the first, the first thing you said before, um, before you started to change your life, you had that mindset shift. You know, it took you a lot of time before yeah. making that mindset shift. So, yeah. it, so it seems like you help you help men because I know you work work with men. Hence your oh your yeah, name, yeah. Walk Singer, the man's coach. Right? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> funny enough, I, you know, I, I do work with. I have women clients as well, so I wouldn't say I don't work with women. But okay. I focus more on men because of my own story. And Understood. I tell you, and the truth be told, I mean. I get a lot of guys, and this happened by accident again. <clears throat> I had a lot of guys coming to me at the start of my journey as a coach saying to me, you know, they don't feel that they can open up to professionals. Mm. Um, but with me, it's different because I've been there, I've seen it, done it, and they don't feel that they're going to be judged, patronized, sneered down at, or whatever, even though that's a limiting belief because most coaches wouldn't do that anyway. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is a lot of guys do believe that. So if you've got low self-esteem, your confidence is there, you've got a certain set of beliefs or attitudes that uh, what a man should be or whatever, then, you know, a lot of guys will pull away from this sort of stuff, I find. But with because of my journey, my story, they can relate to that to some degree. And I felt that there's a massive gap of really good men's coaches who who men can turn to and when you look at like you know we talked before the suicide numbers of men in society it's rocketing mm -hmm. so there's a there's a massive need for uh, guys like myself to help other guys who who might feel pushed out by society or not able to deal with their problems in whatever way they want and move forward you know without being made to feel lesser than they are or whatever it is and so that's what I try and do. I help guys, um, you know, 
without all the wishy-washy stuff, I try and help guys break through whatever's holding them back and create what they want with their lives. Yes, indeed, that's man. That's, that's awesome right there because you're absolutely right. There is a need for mm. um, the service, right? It, it, there's a need for a safe place for men to yeah. share um, and still feel secure in themselves, you know? Totally. Um, so I, I thank you for providing that uh, that space, Mark. Thank so, you. Um, so Mark, let's let's dive. So let's dive into the next step, right? Um, I want you to I want you to give me a story where you realize your story and your your um your strategy and methodologies to transform one of your clients' life. Yeah, no, cool. Funny enough, um, I did a. I did a, a trilogy of mm. client live client interviews uh, on YouTube and live on here, funny enough, stream, StreamYard um, over January. And one of my clients on, I interviewed was, he's been with me two years now. Um, and the guy, you've got to watch the show. I'm not plugging it, but you've got to watch the show. The way he's transformed his life mm. is unbelievable. He's gone from having extreme anxiety from out of COVID, he had a mental breakdown, basically. No confidence. He he was literally, uh, couldn't speak to anybody. He was avoiding, it, it, he works from home. So he was doing IT conferences and things. He couldn't speak to anybody online. He was panicking, sweating. He was had no work-life balance. He was He's not sleeping. Everything in his life was going wrong. And he was really, really in a bad way when I first met him. He's now doing live conferences to rooms full of about 100 people. Oof, He's now okay. got the confidence of a lion. You've never seen the guy smile so much. He's like buzzing all the time. Um, his life is is perfect in, in terms of balance He's, because we've worked on those six core areas which give you that balance. So his f physical areas and all of that, we're, you know, we're, we've got that all into balance now. So he's continually working on all of these areas. Mm -hmm. um, and he's getting the rewards from it in terms of his, you know, his work. He's, he's getting the accolades at work now. Everyone's recognizing it, what he's doing. And he's recognizing why people are doing that because before he had these self-defeating beliefs about it all and everything. So overall his life is completely transformed from the inside out and you know you can't really describe how, how much which is why i say you've got to watch it because it really is amazing to watch and it, it that's what makes again it you know if i ever had any doubts which i don't about the process that i use all i do is watch that that show because um it just shows you how much that it works when you do the work and because this is how important it is because he does the work and that's why it's so wonderful so he he's my best example of how the world i mean i've got lots of other clients who have been hugely successful but he without question is by far because i've been with him the longest as well i suppose two years and um now he does the work every single day so it, yeah yeah his that's life awesome is right completely transformed okay okay mm. so um by the way drop drop the name of the show man because um, we, oh, well, we, 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 we all, all want to know, we all want to see this for ourselves. <laughs> what, the podcast you're talking about? Podcast, yeah. 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 What's the well, that, I was yeah, I used to do a, a weekly show, um, which was like on my Facebook, and I did it on um, YouTube as well, which is like, it used to be called The Weekly 10. Okay. And I thought to myself, I, you know, I'd done about 109 episodes of that. And it was all great, but I mean, I thought I don't really want to be, I want to be doing something where I'm talking to other people. So I'm yeah. starting, I've started a, a podcast show, which is about 
um, inspirational people who have to been to hell, who have been to hell and back, and then some. Just like the title of my soon-to-be-released book. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's interviewing and speaking to people who 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 are really amazing, inspiring inspiring people. The, the first one of the first guests I've got is a guy who broke his neck, um, told he'd never walk again, and now he's running marathons. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. And this is all down to the mindset, you know. So you know the the, the never give in attitude sort of thing, and it just goes to show what's possible when you have got that mental stability and ability to move forward with that and uh so the show's going to be called to hell and back and then some the podcast so yeah so That's you'll be cool. able to get you'll get the first episode of that there's already one out which i did yeah. as a pilot a year ago which was done in a studio but the new one's going to be out in a month okay cool all right man so definitely looking forward to um to checking that out man it sounds like an amazing um not an amazing title but it sounds like this is going to be an amazing experience just hearing other people's oh. life transformational stories that's oof, i get goosebumps phones enough live my interview is brilliant yeah awesome so um so so mark right now with where you are right now in the stage of your life right right what's what's one main thing that you believe you need to change that's going to propel you further good question in in business in life you know mm-hmm. as a you know as a you know as a coach what is that one thing you believe mm, you need to that's uh, a good question uh, improve you know approve upon mm, let me think see i mean i've been mulling over this for a while in terms of like in terms of my business it's, okay. it's, I, I think it, well, one of the things that I've always fell down on is my technological ability. <laughs> As I've said to you before, I'm not the greatest when it comes to this. I've had to learn all of that. I started my business a month before COVID started, believe it or not. And uh, so ever since then, it's a learning curve, building, building, building. And so, yeah, I'm gonna put, I've made mistakes, but we learn from mistakes and so they're never really mistakes. But um yeah, so yeah, if I could say I would change one thing in terms of the business side of things, it would be to hone my ability to market myself in the way I want to online. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I would, you know, because I do feel that I miss a lot of business and opportunity because of my lack of knowledge when it comes to that. But it's a learning curve because I'm always building, like with the podcast, you know, um, this is a new thing, it's a new venture. So there's that. I'm also starting a new course, an online course, funny enough, and I've been talking to somebody today about this, which is going to be really cool. Um, It's going to bring my one-to-one coaching to a bigger audience Mm -hmm. um, so people can do it, you know, whenever they want at a lesser cost sort of thing. Obviously it's not as much involved as what I do one-to-one, but it'll be a taster. So there's that. So I would say in terms of it's improving that marketing side of things, which would take me to the next level. If I'm really honest with you, that's probably what I'm looking to do in this next year. How about personally? Personally? Good question Mm -hmm. as well. Um, I've done a heck of a lot of internal work over the last what, however many years. Mm-hmm. I got out of prison in 2017. One of the hardest things I had to do was become, um, wrestle with the acceptance side of things because I had a lot of old demons banging, banging around in there that had held me back for many years. 
um, that were stopping me moving forward. And I had to do a lot of work on that. And that took me about a year and a half to get to grips with all of that because I had the guilt, I had the blame from being in prison, from losing my family, not being there, so on. And all of those things took a long time to work through. And my confidence, my self-esteem weren't where I wanted it to be because of those things. Yeah. And it was only then, uh, once I went through all of those work, which I did internally, that my confidence, my self-esteem came back. Um, so really, if I'm talking a bit honest, what would I say? I would say to maintain all of that is probably the okay. best way. Nice. Because okay. I do the work daily anyway, because yeah. this is what I do with my clients. But the maintenance is the key. It's one thing knowing what you're doing. It's nothing doing it every day. And that's the key. It takes a lot of self-awareness. Okay. So, okay. Um, so, with so with that being said, because with me, I have a, I mean, there's certain things that I do that keeps me focused as well. Right. Okay. Um, I call those my non-negotiables. Like when I get up in the morning, I have I have to say my prayer. I get on my knees, okay. I pray, I put mm -hmm. myself in a state of gratitude, you know, yeah. I work out, meditate, read my Bible, um, jump yeah. rope, and it keeps it keeps me going, it keeps me feeling good, right? And focused. Yeah. But whatever I slack over, I feel off. So do you have do you have a Certain things you do on a regular do basis. That, that in a way. I mean, uh, okay. not, not so much in the religion. I do the gratitude thing. Okay. Every single day. I mean, um, I call it three uh, three top tip, tips. Basically, um, to bring me, if I'm in a, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the morning. It can be any time. If you're in a, in a, if you feel your energy drop for it, it's like, you know, that's how I say to my clients, it's an alarm clock. When your energy or your mood drops, mm -hmm. that's your alarm clock to bring yourself back to the moment, to stop, stop whatever's going on in your sight, in the back of your head. And the best way I find to do that, because you could, you, sometimes we can't just meditate if we're in the shops or wherever, you know, it, it's difficult. So, you know, if you want to do it quickly, focus on three things that bring you gratitude that you're grateful for. Three main things in your life. Just switch your mind off from everything else that's going on in there, which is not always easy. But if you can switch your mind off from the worries, the fears, the doubts, and all the other stuff that's going on in your head and focus literally on three main things in your life which are giving you uh, – you're grateful for. It could be anything, your air that you're breathing, the food on your table, whatever it is. And if you focus on that, that raises your energy like an instant. And straight away, you're clear-minded, you're aware, you're able to choose what you want to think. And you can pick a perspective, a thought, a belief, which serves you and creates energy that's just going to push you forward and create positive action. And that's how it works. Your thoughts create your emotions, your mm -hmm. emotions create your action. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you're absolutely right, man. Yeah. It's like you and I have so much in common in terms of the way we think because uh, yeah. my go-to saying is, as a man thinketh, so he becomes, right? Because like the same thing you just mentioned, our thoughts determine how we're going to act as human beings, right? Everything exactly. starts off from mindset, mindset. So it's important Everything. for you to um, have a grasp <laughs> on your mindset. If you don't, you're you going to go astray. I mean, don't. I mean, I mean, we're human beings at the end of the day. Of course. I mean, you know, we're, even, even the most highly trained coach in the world is never going to have that all the time. But, you know there's a lot of people don't realize how much is influenced by the mindset and our beliefs and our attitudes and everything that's we have accrued over there. I, I say there's four main blocks to all of us, uh, fear, mm -hmm. assumptions, interpretations, and limiting beliefs. And now if we've got all of those going on at any time, because our energy is low, then it's blocking us from seeing anything with any clear objectivity or vision. And that means that everything you're believing is only a fragment of reality. You know, you've got to be able to remove this stuff. Otherwise, you're never going to see anything with any clarity. And 
you know, that takes self-awareness. Self-awareness is key. Yes, indeed. I agree with you 100%. Mm. So, Mark, um, we, we get in towards the end of the, you know, the episode. This, I, I'm enjoying this conversation right now. <laughs> I, I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. Need to <laughs> yes, indeed. But, um, Mark, if someone were to inquire about your services, where can they go to connect with you? Normally, it'd be my, I'd say the first thing I'd say would be my website, but I've only just took it down because I'm building a new one. Okay. So that will be up soon again, please God. Um, but you can get me on Facebook because um, I have my, my business page, page on there, which is Mark Singer. Remember the C in the name, Mark Singer. Mark Singer, the men's coach. So if you look me up on Facebook, I'm on there. If not, you can get me on YouTube and you can check out all my shows on there. That's again under the same name, Mark Singer, the men's coach. You can email me or you can call me. You know, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on everywhere, LinkedIn, you name it. <laughs> but so, um, so Mark, yeah, my website will be back up soon. Okay, so what's your email and what's your phone number? Because you, you just mentioned okay. that they could call you, right? And you're in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the UK. What's your I'm phone number UK. and what's your email? So this way people have. I think if you, it depends where you're calling from, but if you're calling from the US, it would be plus 44 um, 775 777 0124. That's the phone number. Okay. Um, the, um, the email is mark, M A R C, at men's coach.uk. And that's a temporary one because until the new website comes up, then I'm going to get a new one on there. But okay. so, yeah, that's where you can get me right now. Awesome. Awesome. So, Mark, listen, I really enjoyed today's conversation, man. And thanks for coming on this episode of the How May I Serve You podcast. You know, oh, and when I'm, when I'm having conversations like these where I feel I, I feel so hyped. <laughs> <laughs> the energy is there. You know, I, I know I, I've, I've chosen the, the right guests to come on the podcast, you know. So once again, thanks for coming on. And I also like to thank all of our listeners and viewers for lending us their ears and their eyeballs. Um, last but not least, Mark, how may I serve you? How may you serve me? Well, I think you already have. <laughs> By promoting my web, my podcast and my book. Okay, okay. That, that, that serves me very well. <laughs> okay. So um, once again, this is your host, Thomas Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it with somebody else that will benefit. Also, make sure to tune in for next week's episode. So take care, be blessed, and cheers. We're out. <laughs>